Well, sort of a last-second interview scheduled. Fan favorite, Guido, here. So, I guess the first best way to start it, why Guido over D-Burrito? Why did you want to make that change? Uh, that's actually what I've been called my whole life, um, what I'm accustomed to, because it's my middle name. So, uh, my family's full Italian, obviously. My, um, my full name is Matthew Guido De Benedetto. And I've been called Guido my whole life. Anytime people found that out, since I was a little kid, so that's actually my real, <laughs> my real nickname. You know, the deep burrito thing just kind of came about um, more Reddit. recently, and yeah, for, through like Reddit and fan-driven type deal. So um, yeah, I just let people in on what my normal nickname, you know, is that I've gone by my whole life. Right. And I, the last time we talked was at Indianapolis, and we, it was just I think there were three reporters there. And it was right after you announced you were leaving the 32 team. So what what's the difference besides how well you're running with the 95 and the 32? Do you feel like you fit in better here and you're making more ground up than you were? Um, it just it just was a, a step, you know, up for my career. Um, I was fortunate and lucky and appreciative to, you know, have all the opportunities I've had in the past. That's the only thing that's gotten me to where I am. I just knew um, I'd kind of done everything I could. You know, driving for smaller teams and making the most of, of that with uh, with those smaller teams and with Go Fast and stuff, and they were great people. So uh, it was just um, just needed to take a step up in my career to try and you know advance and, and run further up toward the front and keep uh, climbing that ladder. And so you're climbing that ladder. Where do you see yourself in five years? Is it with this team growing it and pushing it further? Do you see yourself winning a championship? Um, I'd like to, you know, win win races. That's the uh, ultimate goal, and everyone wants to, you know, win a championship. But um, yeah, winning races in the Cup Series—that's uh, what we're going after. And and yeah, I want to I want to be with LFR for a long time to come. That's the, the goal and plan. And hopefully they uh, they keep me because um, I know I, you know, nobody will do a better job than me driving their their race cars, and that's my job. And and but also I've I wanted to be here because I saw the dedication and and. Um, how committed they were to being competitive and growing the team so that's uh you know so yeah this is a team that can continue to grow and i mean we've already had some you know good runs we had bad luck early in the year but um we you know we it shows our speed we qualified seventh this weekend we uh we have a good car bristol we were fast um sonoma we finished fourth and raced up there so this team can grow we're still young um, but we can grow to a winning organization Right, and that was the next thing I was going to bring up is you mentioned wanting to win races and everything. It seems like that's getting closer and closer by the week where really, I, I don't want to say came out of nowhere, but for you to be running so far up in practice and in qualifying, we've never seen that out of this team, even with a driver you know, like Casey Kane. So to come in and make that impact is is pretty phenomenal. So do you see yourself winning a race this year is, is, is going to be my next question. Um, you know, we've had a couple opportunities. You know, Daytona 500 was a great... Uh, shot at it for us. Um, I think, you know, winning a race is still, it's tough. In the Cup Series, you're going up against all the powerhouse teams, and we're still young and growing, so our goal is to be like, you know, top 10's a, gr a good day um, for us, but you want to, you know, you obviously want to uh, to win a race, and we've had shots at it where we were in position, had the speed to, you know, compete, weren't like the Daytona, we were probably the best car, so that was a great shot, but... Uh, yeah, so that's the goal and hope would be. I'd love to sneak out a, a win here, um, but I, you know, I think we're at a level where top tens realistically are are great days and a great goal for us to try and achieve. 
Right. And one thing I've been talking with a lot of teams about today is how this PJ1 is going to compare to last year where the traction compound was laid down then but it was diluted by water because of the rain and with this much heat today, about 130 degree track temperature, what are you foreseeing as the trend for the race and what are you doing to prepare for that knowing how much it's going to change from maybe running the bottom to being forced up to the top of this new compound? Uh, the, the new package, excuse me. Yeah, so the top will be the preferred line, the third lane, so you'll want to run up up there pretty much all day um, the difference this year versus last year with this uh, uh, the rules package basically the high downforce um, is that track position is a lot more important you can't drive through the field like you could see so and you can't recover from mistakes as well as you could before because um, it's tougher to pass in dirty air so if you get stuck back in 20th spot it's you're not just going to drive back up to first you know if you're the dominant car you get stuck more in traffic um, and that's kind of the case for this year. You just get stuck more in traffic, and track positions way more important because of the dirty air effect uh, behind behind people. Right. And speaking of that, as someone racing for a team that's mid to high tier, you know, it's not four car team like Hendrick. It's a one car team that's running out there consistently. Is your goal today to go out and pass cars as much as you can, and then hold track position, or are you out there? When you start that race, you're going to be fighting for your spot and capitalizing on others' mistakes versus forcing them into making them. Uh, I think with us qualifying seventh, that kind of hopefully sets up your race to to just try and stay up there all day. That, that'd be the goal, is to try and maintain and stay up there in the top ten all day long and race up there, have solid pit stops, um, and you know stay up there in that top ten area all day. So, no, just be um, one of my friend my old crew chief would say just block and tackle basically you know you, you execute be smart and, and defend and keep that track position that we are already starting off with what data are you taking from the other races the wheel and modified especially with how much downforce that they have being two inches off the ground i don't know if you saw that race or any of the trends of it oh yeah but what information are you gathering from a series that maybe it's open wheel but it also carries over a lot of data um their cars are just so different um that they, uh, yeah, their racing's just so different. They're, it's fun to watch and, and really cool, but they, uh, you know, where we can't follow directly and the tire tracks people in front of us because we'll get so aero tight, it'll feel like you have four flat tires. Um, they actually can run right behind people uh, because their cars don't create front and downforce. They actually create, if anything, lift. Uh, so when they get in traffic, they can actually run still real well in the tire tracks of somebody. So, um, where it's opposite for us so they're uh yeah i can't really take much from it other than seeing the line they were running that was dominant running up there in that third lane but that's pretty normal for here right and maybe the number of cautions because those races were just yeah they were brutal fast. yeah they, that was brutal no words for uh bonsignor and his move but <laughs> yeah i know it <laughs> so I know we don't have too much time, and I'm not going to, you know, get in your way for preparing for race day. So I, I end off every interview with the same question: What was the first car that you ever drove, street car, and you know, give us a good story behind it? Uh, first street car I ever drove was an old, really old Mazda. I think it was like an RX-7, maybe. Um, but either way, it was like super old, and it was at a dirt track, and it was. Um, uh, I was. 10 years old and I was at the dirt track I grew up racing that and I hopped in it and they used it to pack the racetrack they would just drive the cars around the track and try and pack it in after they'd water it right. so I jumped in and fired it up and, and it was a manual it was six feet and I just uh, kind of figured it out and drove it and I was driving around the track and then my parents 
were like, holy cow, is that Matt driving that thing? And it was, it was funny. They were freaking out. I mean, how are you going to stop them? What are you going to do? Make them pull over? Yeah, no, they just let me go. They knew I, you know, I could drive, get in and drive about anything, so they just let me go. Well, well, hey, best of luck today. Good luck with um, the race, and we'll hopefully have a, have a great ending for you today. You started out well, and we'll see how much you can capitalize on it. Yeah, good luck. sounds good. Thanks.